Because I am hard, you will not like me. But the more you hate me, the more you will learn. Well, Dad, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. Oh yeah, you kids, kiddos, you adults, you lovely bastards. What is up and welcome to the fifth episode of Barely Made It, baby. We have made it to number five. And first off, let me apologize for the last episode because I recently just changed my audio up, right? I was uh, you know, kind of messing around with where my microphone was at, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately... What I did was I got it into a better position, but unfortunately, uh, I didn't realize that I, I should have changed my levels, right? So I had to turn the gain down on my mic. Uh, I had to turn the gain down a little bit, the volume a little bit down on the recording software. So my last episode was like full blast, in your fucking eardrums, uh, you know, way too loud type of shit. So I apologize for that. But you know what? You win some. And you lose some, and that's just how shit goes. You know, it can't be perfect every time. My audio, in my opinion, has been pretty fucking phenomenal. So, uh, you know, I, I I tried to change something. I kind of fucked up a little bit, and then we get back on track, just like today, baby. That's what we're doing. We're getting back on track. All right, but fucking episode number five, man. We're finally starting to stack these up. We're finally getting these to the point where if somebody discovers my podcast, they're not going to have one, two, or three you know, episodes to listen to. They're going to have a good five right now, a good cinco, a cinco, they barely made it, okay? And then uh, it's, it's going to give them a little bit better of a feel and more to listen to and obviously a better opportunity for this podcast to grow. So welcome aboard, all you fucking pioneers and all you fucking space travelers. All my lovely cadets, welcome to another venture into the mind of Gerard Silva, baby, your lovely host of Barely Made It. So I was actually, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't even think I, I told you guys um, in my past uh, episodes, one of them, uh, that I recently went and donated blood, right? And that was pretty fucking cool. It was my first time donating blood. Uh, throughout my whole life, I have never donated blood. Obviously I've, you know, given my blood for blood panels for the doctor and, you know, I've, I've, I've fucking, you know, had shots and shit, but I have never actually gone in and given a fucking pint of blood, yo. Now, now, yes, it's, it's, it's kind of scary when you say it because you think that there's a lot of alcoholics out there that can't afford liquor. And so most of the time they grow, they go and they they purchase a pint, a pint of fucking taka or something like that, you know, some cheap ass fucking vodka or some cheap ass whiskey, and you're like Jesus Christ, dude, I'm giving these motherfuckers what motherfuckers will drink alcohol wise. I'm giving them a pint, baby, and when you see the bag after it's full, you realize like, God damn, I gave them a, a decent amount of my blood. You know, I was like, holy shit, man. And they don't even pay you for that shit. You know, you just give it to them. It's donation. But it makes you feel good because after the first time that I did it, 
uh, it, it made me feel like I was sitting there and I was giving my blood and I was thinking, you know what? One day, if everything goes well with my blood, you know, because it has to pass all these tests and if there's any type of restrictions, then obviously they can't t- accept your blood. You know, whether you have a disease or a sickness or, you know, some type of, you know, blood deficiency, some shit like that. You know, basically, you'll find out after your first time giving blood if you're capable of giving blood again. And uh, But the first time I gave blood, I thought, man, you know, like, this blood, one day, my blood is going to be running through somebody else's fucking veins, dude. Like, straight the fuck up. Like, not not... Not like, uh, hey, like here, here's a little bit of blood from this guy. Like, my whole pint could be given to somebody to help them survive, right? And it doesn't matter if they're fucking white, black, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, fucking Indian, Native American. They can have my shit. They can all have my fucking blood, except for... O negative, and if I'm not mistaken, RH negative. Because I thought I was an O negative. Come to find out, I'm an O positive. Now, O positive literally is like 40-something percent of the fucking world. And the coolest thing about us is we can have any blood, dude. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we can have the O negative. No, we can. Actually, I, I apologize. We can have any fucking blood. This is what was told to me by the Red Cross. They were like, oh, yeah, the type of blood you have, like, basically fucking anybody can have your blood except for the negatives, but you can have anybody's fucking blood. And I was like, that's fucking dope, and it sucks for some people. You know, that sucks to have, like, O negative or RH negative blood because that's the only blood that you can receive. If you're O negative and you're in a shitstorm and they have no O negative blood on tap, then it looks like you D-E-D, baby. You're dead. (laughs) Oh, man. I got, you know what? I got a stuffy nose for some reason. And uh, it's like right when I woke up. I got fucking two hours of sleep, by the way. I went to sleep at 5.30 in the fucking morning because I had insomnia like a motherfucker, so I was playing video games. I got into video games so much that I ended up forgetting that it was fucking getting late. I realized the time. I said, fuck this. I smoked a cigarette. I went to bed, and then I was woken up uh, by my wife, and she wanted to fuck, and that was the coolest thing in the world. She literally woke me up at like 7 in the morning, and uh, she was, like, rubbing her ass against my fucking little penis, dude. And I was like, this is a great fucking morning. So I gave it to the wifey, you know. All I wanted to do was bang, bang, bang. You know, hooked her up. You know, made sure that she got hers. She made sure that I got mine. And then she fucking crashed. Like, boom, right after. So I did a good job of put put the bitch to sleep, right? Man, I mean... He's like, my dude, my dick is like the midget on Game of Thrones, yo. Game of Thrones, whatever. Like, he may not look that powerful, but that motherfucker is a very important factor in that story. Okay, so that's my dick to my wife in our marriage, okay? May not be the biggest soldier, but it can still put her to sleep, baby. You dig? (laughs) So, yes. I am up extremely early. I, I got up out of bed. 
uh, you know, I basically fucking washed up really quick and I made myself some coffee and I opened my fucking window to my, you know, to my room, what I call my studio, cause it's literally built to be a podcast studio. So I call it my studio and I'm going to keep calling it that way. And I'm looking out the window. I actually cracked my window open today. So there might be, you know, some people that walk by and, and hear the podcast and I'll be like, yo, barely made it, baby. You guys like what you're hearing? Fucking, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, look it up, baby. Let's do it. If you're old, you might not understand, but you might get it. You know, your husband will like it, but hey, hey, you, you, you hey, the wife, that your wife, dude, yeah, huh? She ain't going to get shit. Go ahead and tell her to fuck off. God, this fucking coffee's good. I love coffee. I used to fucking hate coffee, dude. And then I forced myself to drink it. I was like, I'm going to stop drinking energy drinks. I'm going to force myself to drink this terrible shit that they call coffee that for some reason America loves. And all it took was, first off, finding the right brand that I like. And second, finding the right amount of coffee that I like to brew. And for me, I'm completely opposite than my wife. I'm literally... I like my shit like super light. Like I, my favorite fucking coffee right now in the whole world, and and it's funny because I like the cheap shit, but uh, I like Maxwell House, and it has to be the light roast, baby. Maxwell Light, and I'm telling you one thing: this Maxwell Light roast has a shitload more of caffeine than darker roast. It's a proven fact that the darker the roast, the less caffeine it has. Now there's certain things, there's certain circumstances that can change that. And it's all because of the bean and where it's grown and what type of coffee bean it is. But when it comes to cheap American coffee, the light brew is the the fucking the, the highest amount of caffeine. Okay, I've studied this shit because I'm a big time fucking ex-tweaker that loves anything that makes me feel twacked the fuck out. So obviously I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be like, yo, what fucking coffee is the closest to meth? Ooh, can you hear my stomach? It's growling. I need breakfast. I'll tell you that. You know what I'm going to do after this podcast? I'm going to go into the kitchen, and I'm going to make me some fucking bacon and eggs and fucking toast and some fucking uh, country fried potatoes, and I'm going to wake up my family with food on a platter in their bed, and I'm going to be like, if you don't wake up to the smell of this, there's something fucking wrong with you, baby, because they're both going to be hungry by the time I get done making that shit and everybody will be able to wake up. So, you know, that works out. But back to the blood thing. So I am now, after donating that blood and after having this whole thing to where I'm like, yo, this is really cool because you actually do get to, you know, possibly save somebody's life by doing this. You know, maybe you saved their life or maybe you just helped clean out their fucking shithole toxic blood that they had at the time and they needed some good clean fucking shit, you know? And it was awesome too because after I got my test, uh, basically in about four days on the app, they give you the results on if you can use it, what type of blood type you have, how many donations you've made, how much blood you've given, um, if you want to book another appointment, et cetera, et cetera. It's a pretty fucking rad uh, application. If, if you're interested in looking up, uh, you know, the Red Cross 
uh, blood donation type fucking shit app on either the Apple fucking, uh, you know, the App Store or the Google Play Store. Um, do so because I'm urging you right now, dude. They need fucking blood. Right now, there's a lot of people that are rescheduling or not going to give blood because they're afraid of getting the coronavirus. Now, obviously, that's a legitimate reason, but at the same time, unfortunately, if we don't give blood, then these hospitals are going to fucking run out of blood, and that is not good for anybody. So, get your ass out there. All right, if you're like me, and you're not afraid of this coronavirus, you know, because I know. I've done so many fucking drugs in my life. I have, you know, overdosed or come close to overdosing so many times that this coronavirus, uh, you know, if it tried to get inside of me, I have like 20 Chuck Norrises in my body that will fucking annihilate it. Like it will actually run out of my body and go tell the other coronavirus little balls of viruses like, hey, yo, stay away from this guy. There are some human beings that have uh, molecules shaped as a, a, a their Chuck Norris's and they act like him and they literally will fucking demolish you. So don't do it. Don't mess with Jared. Uh, he's he's too fucking he's too Chuck Norris, dude. You know. So I'm not afraid. I'm I'm cool with going out. And I got so hooked on this now. Now I want to reach a gallon. So you give him eight pints. Eight pints is a gallon. And that's what I want to do. I want to be a gallon donor. For some odd reason, this becomes like something that you get addicted to. Because first off, the the needle going inside of your arm to take your blood, it really doesn't hurt. It's not like something that uh, is an excruciating pain. I had a great nurse. I forgot her name, but but she was fucking awesome. She was lovely. She was a super tomboy chick that was not gay, and she had an we had an awesome conversation. Um, but she. She fucking knew what she was doing, man. And I mean, this chick was only like 24 years old. So she didn't have, you know, 20 years of experience. But the way she was able to smack, smack, smack that needle in my arm, baby. Okay. She did it like a fucking professional heroin addict. I mean, this chick fucking was like, bam, no pain directly in my vein. Once she got that shit in there, it fucking ran out like water, dude. She even told me, she was like, you must you must have drank so much fucking water before you came here because your blood has, we have no problem with it flowing right now. This should fill up this bag in no time. And it was weird too because after I finished, I, I literally fucking stood up and they were like, do you feel dizzy or anything like that? And I'm like, no, you know, I get tattooed and, and I just, no, blood's never, you know, fucked me up even, even you know, giving blood when I go give blood for my labs and shit like that. And they still made me wait, eat a couple cookies, drink some water, all that shit. But I, you know, I got up and I left and I, I loved the experience so much. And I loved the reason behind it so much that I literally booked another appointment yesterday and you can go like 14 fucking days out, I think if it's not mistaken. So I booked another appointment and I have another appointment on March 12th to donate another pint, baby. So that means I'll only have six to go until I hit a gallon, dude. A gallon. Just think of that. Just think of a gallon milk jug, right? A fucking gallon of milk. And think of your blood in that. Just think of all that fucking blood. And it's kind of weird and awesome how we can give that much blood, like a pint, 
and then another pint, and then another pint, and then another pint. Next thing you know, you're at half a gallon, and next thing you know, you're at a fucking gallon. And you you continuously build like like fucking this this blood comes back into your body. You know, it's so fucking cool. the The human body is so rad that we can give a pint of blood out of our system. And then just walk away and your body's like, it's okay. We got you, dude. We'll put that pint right back. Don't trip. Your heart's fucking ticking, dog. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, boom, boom. And it, it's it's pretty fucking rad. So I'm addicted. March 12th, I got my next appointment. I'm going to schedule another appointment fucking 14 days after that. Because you know why? Because you know fucking why? Because I want to be a gallon donor, dude. It's like this like game. It's like... How much fucking blood can you lose and how fast can you lose it so you can get like a t-shirt or a fucking license plate thing that says, I'm a gallon donor because I've seen motherfuckers driving around. No kidding, dude. I've seen people that are driving around that have, I am a 14 gallon donor, right? And I'm like, dude, you've been donating your whole fucking life and to have... 14 gallons. Okay, think of those five-gallon jugs that you put on top of your water thing. You know, your your clean, fucking cool, filtered water bottle, right? That's five fucking gallons. They've filled up one gallon shy of three of those bitches of their blood, dude. Yeah, that's fucking insane. So, I mean, that's some fucking clout. You're like, oh, yeah, what did you do in your life? Bitch, I gave up. I gave up fourteen motherfucking gallons of my blood, dog, and I lived. And people are like, "Damn, bro, you gave a shitload of your blood up." So I'm gonna do that. I ain't gonna do fourteen gallons. I don't think. You know, they were probably they probably started donating when they were like fucking nineteen or twenty or some shit like that. But with my age, I you know I don't see a lot of people that are over the age of sixty that still continue to donate blood like that. Uh, just because, you know, their blood isn't as healthy as it used to. So obviously, you know, you're going to prefer blood out of a, uh, you know, m- more well operating machine. Okay. Now I'm, I, I may not be a well operating machine, but my machine operates, you know, pretty damn good. You know, for a 1980 model, I operate pretty well. So my blood is doing pretty good. And another cool thing was too, is they said that my iron, right? They said that they wanted it at like, at the lowest 13% or some shit like that. And mine was at like 17 point something, dude. The sh- the chick was like, yo, you have no problem with iron in your blood. And the weird thing is, is I barely eat red meat. <sighs> Seriously. Barely eat red meat. What else do you get iron from? Who the fuck knows? All I know is I had a shitload of iron in my blood. My blood was flowing like it should have been flowing, baby. Uh, And when I got the results back, obviously it said, your blood is perfectly fine. You know, everything passed and uh, we want you to schedule another appointment because they want my blood. So that just shows that fucking A, I don't have the coronavirus. B, I don't have STDs. And C... I don't have any type of infections in my blood that limit me from giving blood to the Red Cross for other people that are going to be fucking needing my blood, baby, because O positive 
that like I said, that can basically go to pretty much anybody except for I think a couple people. There, there's a few people. Uh, I know O negative is not one of them. I'm not sure. I'd have to look up on that. But O positive is a, is a, is such a normal and fucking not normal, but I, I guess you would say it, it's the when it comes to the masses. That's what we have the most of. So most people are going to be O positive. You know, if you check your blood, uh, more than likely you're going to be O positive. You know, you could be AB positive. You could be A positive. You could be fucking A negative, RH negative, O negative. But 41 or 42% of the people across the world, not the nation, are going to be O positive. So it's a very popular, very popular blood uh, and it's it's one of the most popular bloods that obviously is donated because of the fact that you know so many people can you use O positive blood. So um, I'm definitely going back, and I'm fucking addicted, dude. Who the fuck can say they're addicted to giving blood, dude? That right there, like, sounds like some weird fucking shit. Like that right there sounds like some cutter shit. Like, I'm one of those people who's like, I'm so fucking emo that every 14 days I go watch my blood drain out of my arm through a tube and it looks kind of purple until it hits the bag of death. And then it looks red like the walls in my room after I slit my wrist and wipe my hands across them. There's some weird people like that, man. You know, I have a couple friends that I know on Facebook that are pretty fucking weird, you know? Like they uh they definitely live a different type of lifestyle, but the crazy thing is is, you know, we get along and uh I still love the bastards, you know? But they definitely live like a fucking weird ass lifestyle, you know? But then again, they probably look at my lifestyle and they think my shit's weird because of the way they are. And they're like, "Look at this fucking guy. This guy's fucking retarded, dude." Like he actually, he doesn't even have a religion. He just fucking, he worships NWA. That's it. Easy E. Easy E is Gerard's God. Yep. Cruising down the street in my six foe. Slapping the bitches. Clocking the dough. <laughs> yeah, I do though. I have NWA tattooed on my arm actually because I love NWA so much. That was the first cassette tape I ever bought with my own money I actually my mom took me to this place called the warehouse nowadays it's called FYE right but back in those days it was called the warehouse you had the warehouse you had Sam Goody and if you didn't have Sam Goody then you had music land which was also a Sam Goody company right so we had music land in the mall we had warehouse in the mall and then we had the warehouse on a street called McHenry, a very popular street in Modesto. Cruising Street, a street that a movie was made after called American Graffiti by the man himself, George Lucas, who is or was a resident of Modesto, California, and went to Downey High School, which is the high school that my wife attended. So, uh, yes, a lot of history. A lot of history behind this shit. You know, it's, it's pretty fucking crazy, actually. That that dude, uh, you know, lived here, made a movie about that shit, and uh, he fucking actually despises this town, pretty much. But the creator of Star Wars was born and raised where I was born and raised. What the fuck, right? But, like I said, we went to the warehouse on McHenry, and we walk in, and at that point of time, 
there was no such thing as CDs. This was back in 1988, 1989. And I remember walking in and I was looking at the, uh, the racks on the wall and all the racks on the walls were basically tapes. And then in the middle of the uh, fucking store was their vinyl and shit, right? Because they the, the walls they reserved for all the cassette tapes. The middle they reserved for all their vinyl, for their movies, for their fucking laser discs, uh, that type of shit. Uh, CDs either weren't out yet or they weren't popular enough to where there was a large selection of them. So I go up to the cassette tapes and I can't find the cassette tape that I want. I'm like, you know what, dude? This isn't cool. I can't find the fucking cassette tape. So... Me and my mom walk up to the counter, and I'm like, uh, yes, sir, I'm, I was looking for a, a cassette tape called NWA Straight Out of Compton. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we actually have to have these uh, behind the counter because they are labeled as parental advisory. So since this is a, you know, basically an explicit album, you know, I can't sell this to you unless it's okay with your mom, and she's all, oh, let me see it, and she, she fucking looks at the cassette tape, and obviously anybody who's seen the cassette tape, you know, there's, you know, every member of NWA, and they're kind of standing in a fucking circle, looking down at a camera, and I, I forget who, if I'm not mistaken, it's MC Ren, uh, I don't think it was Ice Cube, it could be Ren or Ice, but one of them is actually holding a fucking gun and pointing it at the camera, you know, below them in the middle of their little fucking circle. And obviously, you know, it's a bunch of fucking black dudes on this fucking cover with fucking Jerry curls and fucking Raider hats and shit like that. My mom looks at this and she's like, um, are you sure you want this Jared? And I'm like, hell yeah, mom. You haven't heard this yet, man. This has straight out of Compton on it. I'm fucking getting this shit. I didn't say fucking, of course, but I was like, I want this shit really bad, mom. And she was like, okay, because my mom basically let me get pretty much anything that I wanted that she knew wasn't going to harm me, and she knew that she could educate me on. So when it came to watching fucking movies or listening to explicit lyrics, my mom wasn't a sheltering type of person. She was the type of person where she would be like, check this out. This is what you're listening to right here. This is what's wrong with it, and this is why I want to let you know that you need to take this as entertainment, and if you start doing any of this shit or becoming influenced by any of this shit, then I will take it away faster than I, I've, I'll fucking take your life away, you little fucker. And I was like, okay, cool. So I understood, you know, no matter what they said in those songs, it was not the right thing to do in life. It was to actually just enjoy and soak in their lyrics and learn from what they saw on that side of life. So, you know, me basically getting NWA as my first cassette tape and listening to them and then getting drawn into all the other shit like Public Enemy, uh, you know, Easy es fucking solo album, uh, all the way back up into the 90s when Dr. Dre dropped the first Chronic. I mean, this is what molded me. Like, legit fucking molded me. To this day, I still listen to hip-hop, I'd say 95% of the time. I fucking love rap, dude. Like, hip-hop will always be my shit. And when I say I love rap, rap is the music. But what I don't think a lot of people understand is when they say, oh, yeah, I love hip-hop. But you don't know what hip-hop truly is. Because most people consider hip-hop the genre of music. But hip-hop is not a genre of music. Hip-hop is like a religion. 
hip hop is the mecca of what is and what makes up hip hop. And that's the four-legged stool. So you got rap, which is MCing. You got b-boying, which is breakdancing. You got graffiti, spray painting, and all that shit. And then you have the DJing. So those four things make up hip-hop. So hip-hop is literally made up of four things. It's not made up of one thing. It's not, it's not just rap. So when you label rap hip-hop, you're actually labeling it wrong. It is rap music. It is not hip-hop music. That's just my opinion. I know some people will say, no, that's not true. But no, hip-hop is a way of life. Rap is a genre of music. So, you know, I've always been just infatuated with hip-hop. And that's where it all started. You know, it all started when my mom let me buy that fucking CD. And by the time I was like 10 years old, no joke, 10 years fucking old, dude, okay, the neighborhood that I lived in, we would be across the street, right? Me, my friend Scott, my friend fucking Jason, my friend Keith, my friend uh, Matt, uh, all all five of us. And, and then our friend Chad, right? He was a fat ass, and then he grew up, and he's no longer a fat ass, and now he's a cop, and he's a fucking rad dude. But uh, all fucking six of us would sit outside of the front yard of my friends across the street, and we would have his boombox, right? This is before, you know, the fucking Bluetooth speakers. This is when you had to have a boombox and it was either plugged in or you had some fucking, like, D batteries in that shit. And you fucking hope to God it didn't run out that quick. And we would slump, no fucking joke, we would slump two live crew, the whole album, as nasty as they want to be. And, and we would fucking bump it as loud as we could so the whole fucking neighborhood could see it. And I'm talking, you know, fucking, you know, Luke, I want to rock, you know, licking, your, licking my ass up and down, lick it till your tongue turns doo-doo brown, uh, doo-doo brown, uh, doo-doo brown. Like, this is what we were listening to when we were fucking 10, 11 years old. We're, we're listening to songs like Dick Almighty, uh, The Fuck Shop, um, My Seven Bizzos. Uh, I mean, dude, and, and some of the shit that they said back in these days would no longer be tolerated like like what's the the one the, I, I fucking love this lyric dude it says uh it says like this one part is all but all you bull dyking bitches are fucking up the game rubbing belly to belly and skin to skin fucking like hell but ain't no dick going in that dick almighty all uh, almighty <laughs> like could you imagine making a song nowadays and fucking saying the word bulldike. Like, if anybody hears this shit that's super sensitive, they're going to get mad that I just said bulldike even though I was actually fucking quoting something. So fucking suck my balls. I don't care what you think. Because first off, I don't give a fuck about nobody. And when I say I don't give a fuck about nobody, that means I care about everybody no matter what you are. I don't give a fuck if you're a transgender. I don't give a fuck if you're gay. I don't give a fuck if you're black, white, Chinese, fucking purple fucking people eater. It doesn't matter to me. As long as you are loyal to me, as long as you actually respect me, dude, then guess what? I fucking love you back as a human being, baby, because we all that. We all human beings, and I'm going to take a sip of coffee. So it was cute, too, because I'm going to get off topic on that. But my son actually asked me last night. He said, hey, Dad, could I do a podcast with you? You know, I, I love it. My son now is getting to the age to where he's 
wanting to get involved with what I do. And, you know, I told him, I was like, well, you can't do your own podcast because you're not old enough. And I don't really want you to get any, you know, involved in the internet like that until you're old enough to understand the dangers of being contacted by people, you know, because there's, there's some fucking weirdos. And once they find out you're a kid, you know, they'll fucking act like another kid and they'll be like, oh, what school do you go to? You want to fucking hook up? And next thing you know, my son will be taken away in a fucking, you know, uh, van with no fucking windows and who knows what the fuck will happen to him. So I was like, you can't have your own podcast, but what I can do for you, bud, is you can be a guest on my podcast. And that made him extremely excited, dude. Like, like this fucking kid was like, really? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. So pretty soon... I'm actually going to have a special. I have to hook up another microphone, and then once I get that mic hooked up, I have to find out how I can mix it to where both of us can talk on each microphone, and it goes through the same audio. There's a whole fucking process, especially with USB microphones, so I'm going to have to figure that out. And then once I figure that out, I'm going to do a podcast with my son, and it's going to be epic. He's cute as shit, and we'll see how long he can go. He might not be able to go a full hour, but we might be able to get like... 20 30 minutes out of them and then i'll just you know kind of take over the rest of the show but uh there's also a lot of plans too like i i want to get this this is the podcast that i'm focusing on the most right like this is my shit barely made it is is what i want to succeed more than anything uh in this world right now and after it starts uh, building a community after we start getting this thing popping. After you know we start getting an audience, um, I actually think that I am going to start another podcast. You know, because all the all the fucking great podcasters, man, you got to have at least two podcasts. Not at least, but I'd say just two podcasts because I want one podcast for this 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 type of talk. You know, the real talk, the fucking raw talk, the off the head fucking talk. And then I want to start a podcast with my wife, dude, okay? All about literally our fucking marriage, how we've survived it so far, and hopefully will help others survive their marriage as well because we've been through some fucking shit, dude. Like my wife and I have been through so much fucking shit and we've survived it. And the one thing that I've learned from like people who are, you know, in marriages for like 50 years, 60 years, 40 years, they always tell me the same thing. They say, you know what, when it comes to a long lasting marriage, the one thing that you have to remember is that you're going to go through hell and back and you have to tolerate it. You have to get through it. There's no way to actually be in a long lasting relationship if a couple fights end it. You know, I mean, people have been through cheating, beating, verbal abuse, and they've made it. And the thing is, is if it's the same thing going on for long periods of time, if it never gets corrected, then yes, it's understandable. You should probably leave the person that you're with. But if these things actually get better, if something happens and the next thing you know, it doesn't happen again because, you know, you guys realize your mistakes, then obviously you've made a step in the right direction and it's time to continue bettering your relationship. So, you know, that's actually something that I'm looking forward to. I'm going to see if I can get this shit set up, 
because I think my wife and I on a podcast would be fucking hilarious because the way her and I talk to each other and we're such shit talkers, you know, and she's Mrs. Sensitive fucking B-Hot sometimes, you're going to fucking love it, dude. I swear to God. I just got to come up with a title for it, some fucking podcast art, and I probably won't get this started for at least another two months just because of the fact that I want to get some uh, you know episodes uploaded to this maintain my focus on this and then uh the podcast with my wife will probably be literally just once a week where this i'm actually going to try and go ahead and do like uh you know twice a week sometimes once a week it's you know really going to depend i'm probably going to end up uploading about like six hours of content a month to this podcast for a while you know to build this up because right now we ain't you fucking with just the little guy. Fuck the little guy, baby. We want to be the big guy. All right. One of these days, I'm going to be on Joe Rogan. I'm fucking telling you that right now. It's set in stone. Joe Rogan's just going to discover me, right? He's going to hear one of my podcasts and he's going to be like, this guy does this shit with no editing. He fucking just, it's a one take motherfucker. And this dude is that fucking dope and he smokes fucking weed and he's down to do DMT with me. Like, you know what? Jared Silva, come the fuck on the Joe Rogan experience, baby. If any of you want to share this with them and be like, hey, yo, Joe, there's this dude starting out. He's a 40-year-old motherfucker that ain't a virgin. He has a family. He's trying to make a living. He's a tattoo artist struggling right now because obviously this fucking COVID-19 has fucked everything up, dude, with no Vaseline. It's uh, basically the COVID-19 is like the fucking Christmas tree knife in American Me where they shove it up that dude's ass. Like, it's fucking everything up. So right now, for people who are struggling or for people who are unemployed because of this shit, we have to find different ways to hustle because we still got to make money, baby. I mean, fuck, I don't want my family living in a cardboard box. You know, cardboard box wrapped in fucking garbage bags so the rain don't affect that shit. But right now I'm looking outside and it's fucking sunny as hell and it really makes me want to fucking mow my lawn, baby. Because it's been raining so much, dude, that my lawn's been growing so fucking fast that I'm getting tired of it. So I think I'm going to mow my lawn this morning. I don't give a shit. Once it's 8 o'clock in the morning, it's good to go. Right now it's 8.07 in the morning. Uh, obviously I'm going to put this out a little bit later at night. I thought I was going to put it out at 8 PM, but that's because I thought that I was going to, uh, actually record this fucking podcast a little bit later, but because I woke up so fucking early, um, you know, I was like, yo, it looks like I might be able to upload this podcast a little earlier and y'all can fucking hear it and enjoy it during your day. Uh, give me some feedback, you know, fucking dude, if you guys have any fucking questions, so check this out. On my Facebook, not my personal, but on the Barely Made It Podcast Facebook, there's my contact information. There's the, the Barely Made It Podcast at gmail.com that you can that you can contact. There is a business line uh, that you can actually see, the 408, the 209-408-8033. You can contact that. You can leave a message. And if any of you have any questions, if any of you want to be on this show with a question. You know, I'll fucking record it off the phone and I'll answer that question. It can be anything. I don't give a shit, man. I'm one of those people that I'm not embarrassed about shit. So you got a question for me and you want to have it on this fucking podcast, dude, 
do it. Let's make this shit interesting. We can definitely do that. So anybody who wants to get involved, feel free to do so. If you want to hit me up on fucking Facebook, if you want to hit me up on the fucking phone, if you want to hit me up on uh, email, regardless, I'll get back to you. I'll take your question. I'll put it on this podcast and we'll fucking talk about it, baby. How about that? I'll even mention the name. I'll be like, yo, this fucking guy right here is a good guy. There's a lot of birds up in my trees right now. I'm actually watching outside. It's a fucking beautiful day so far, dude. 8.09 a.m. It's supposed to get fucking like slightly cloudy. So after I'm done with this podcast, before I fucking uh, literally make breakfast, because nobody's going to be awake by the time I'm done with this podcast because everybody went to, to fucking sleep late because we're on quarantine, so we're on this weird-ass sleep schedule. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to fucking mow my lawn, baby. We're going to make this shit fucking look dope because my yard, I shit you not, there's only one yard that looks better than my yard. And the only reason their yard looks better than my fucking yard is because of the fact that they got brand new sod. Okay. I don't have brand new sod. I have weeds in my shit right now. I didn't, I needed to do a fucking turf and fucking grow fucking, you know, weed fucking eliminator shit. So my fucking uh, grass can be like real grass instead of like fucking 20% fucking weeds, dude. The shit sucks. I try and pull them up and there's little fucking bare dirt spots on my lawn, dude. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm just too much of a of a of a fucking yard type dude. Like I can't wait for one of my lemon trees to sprout, right? I got 3 of them right now. No, wait. Excuse me. 5 3 1 2 3 Four, five. I have five lemon trees about to sprout. You know, I fucking germinated them. They're about to sprout. And I'm going to take one of them, the one that looks the best, and the one that starts growing the best, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to fucking actually take out one of my piece of shit little trees in the front yard that I don't like, and I'm going to fucking replace it with that lemon tree. The shit's going to take like three years to fucking grow. Four years before it gets big enough to where it's yielding quite a bit of fruit. But I ain't planning on moving anytime soon, and I think a fucking lemon tree in the front yard is going to be dope as fuck, especially if it produces good lemons, because I love that citrus, baby, especially when you're sick. So check this out. If you're actually feeling sick, here's here's a little tip, okay? I got a tip, and it's not the tip of my dick, all right? It's a tip on how to stay uh, healthy or make yourself better if you're sick. So if you feel like you're sick right now, if you're scared because you're like, oh my God, I'm showing signs of the fucking coronavirus, then do me a favor. Take a shot glass, right? And you're going to fucking pour some lemon juice, whether it's, you know, lemon juice out of the plastic thing or fucking real lemon juice squeezed out of a lemon. You're going to pour fucking lemon juice in that shot glass and fill it up halfway. Okay, then you're going to put it in the fucking microwave for 10 to 15 seconds, make it nice and fucking hot, and then you're going to fill it up the rest of the way with honey and stir it together. That honey will melt super quick. Now you're going to take that fucking hot shot of honey and fucking lemon, dude, and I kid you not, that shit is going to make you feel better almost immediately. Like, I ain't even fucking joking, dude. Like, you do that for three days in a row, and your fucking sickness is gone. Because you got the vitamin C in the lemons, and you got the fucking, like, uh, like the bacteria, the natural bacteria in honey that kills off all the bullshit that, you know, is making us sick. 
I learned that from my grandma, dude. I do it to this day, especially anytime I have a cough, a sore throat, anything like that. That shit cures fucking everything. I fucking love it. It, it, You know, natural remedies, dude, in my opinion, way better than that synthetic bullshit. The only time I like taking synthetic bullshit, like, you know, Klonopins or, you know, fucking Norcos or some shit like that. Like, that's all recreational, man. There's no reason to take that shit for pain. Okay, you can take fucking aspirin, ibuprofen. You can deal with the pain. But when it comes to pain meds, dude, that's just drugs. That's just, you know, recreational, baby. That's just the type of shit where... You just want to have fun. Girls just want to have fun. Oh, girls just want to have fun. Yeah, I'm weird. Let me take a drink of coffee. I don't know why I like Maxwell Hall so much. Dude, when I drink Folgers, the shit gives me heartburn. That's why I don't like it. It's like way too fucking rich and sweet where the Maxwell House is like way more mellow, dude. And I know there's a lot of better fucking, you know, coffees out there, but I'm not willing to venture out because honestly, dude, you know, I don't know what's good. I don't know what I like. And a lot of the good shit is a lot of money. So if I'm finding shit, you know, to where I'm buying Maxwell House for fucking six bucks a fucking a jug, you know, I'm fucking cool with that, man. And surprisingly, you know what also is actually a decent coffee is Great Value, bro. Great Value actually has a decent coffee. Like, you'd be fucking surprised. If you get their Colombian roast, dude, it's actually not that bad. But for me, Maxwell House, that's my shit. Crip, cuz. Maxwell House, bitch. Rolling on a crip, 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 and crip, crip, and dripping. That's what I'm talking about, baby. That blue motherfucking container, baby. That blue motherfucking container. (laughs) Oh, shit. So today is going to be one of those productive days for me. So if I don't have any tattoo to do today, okay, because I'm, I'm actually tattooing family and friends that are close to me that I trust, and if I don't have any to do today, then I have... Certain ways of making money. Okay, none of them are illegal. So that's the good thing. But I do have certain ways of making money. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I don't have any tattoos today, I am going to be on the fucking grind. You know, first I was on the grind with this shit. Made a fucking podcast for y'all. We talked about some cool shit. We're still talking about some cool shit. And then after I'm done with this podcast, if I find out that I don't got no motherfucking tattoos, then I'm going straight to Twitch. I'm going to stream some fucking Call of Duty and we're going to fucking pray to God for some tips and some subscriptions so I can get a goddamn check from Twitch because I am a Twitch affiliate, which means I can make money off of it. You can donate to me. You can subscribe to me, all that type of shit. So if you ever do want to, you know, fucking hop on Twitch, if you're interested in Twitch and you want to actually visit me while I'm playing video games, because you can see me on the screen playing video games as the video game is being played. You can fucking talk to me. It's their, you know, the little chat. Uh, I look at the chat. I answer your questions, all that shit. It's actually a really good time, man. We play music. It's, it's kind of like a fucking virtual arcade. You know, that's how I look at Twitch. Twitch is a place where you go to have fun, to hook up with other gamers because arcades are pretty much minute nowadays, so Twitch became the online arcade. 
Now, unfortunately, there's trolls on there like a motherfucker, you know, but I'm not the type that gets mad at trolls. Like when people come to my shit and they're like, oh, hey, old man, you suck. I'm like, yeah, you're, I fucked your mom. I'm sorry that, you know, she aborted your brother, but blocked. And then you get rid of them. You know, it's no big deal. I'm not one of those people that gets worked up over troll comments. I used to be when it came to Facebook, when it came to Twitter, when it came to Twitch, any type of social media. If I had anybody like literally say anything negative about me or about some shit to me, I would, I would take it fucking personally. And next thing I know, I would get into this huge fucking argument on Facebook or Twitter to where, you know, this, this fucking thread just continued and continued and continued. And then I realized I was like, dude, this shit isn't even worth it because the most of the time, the people that argue with you on Facebook or Twitter, not even most of the time, all of the time, they only do it to you on social media because once you see them face to face, more than likely, every time I've seen somebody that has argued with me on Facebook in real life, like I went to Walmart and I fucking seen them or some shit, you know what they do? They fucking act like they didn't see me and they fucking walk away because they're pussies, dude. Because they know that I'm the type to where like, hey, you know what? I don't care if you whip my ass because I have an opportunity to whip your ass. And even if you actually fucking whip my ass, you're going to go home fucking hurting. You're going to go home bloody because I don't fucking give up. So... I'm not the type of motherfucker to take shit lightly. So if you're going to tell me some shit online and see me in person and fucking hide out, then hey, guess what? You're a little bitch. But if you want to back up your shit in person and tell me in real life, instead of being a keyboard warrior, then we can handle it like real men, you know? And that's how it goes down. Not real men nowadays because there's no such thing as real men nowadays. You know, there's a bunch of fucking skinny jean fucking man bun fucking I grew my beard out because it makes me feel like a man even though I have a fucking vagina and I squat when I pee type dudes you know and all those people those dudes right there they'll 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 fucking run from a goddamn woman trying to fight them you know they uh they're what we love to call the betas (laughs) the good old betas baby but what is today is today, hold on, is it Sunday or Saturday? So it's Sunday, Sunday, March 29th. Man, I'll tell you one thing, I can't wait for fucking football, dude. The draft is coming up on April 24th. I'm looking forward to see what the Chargers do because the Chargers, uh, you know, free agency went really well. But the only thing I'm concerned about is the fucking quarterback because I'm not really impressed with Tyrod Taylor. And in all, and in all you know, in my opinion, I think that we could get a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. I didn't want to actually draft a rookie. I would have rather had a fucking veteran come in, uh, you know, do some things, uh, teach a draft pick possibly, but we'll, we'll see what goes down in the draft and we'll see if we're stuck with Tyrod Taylor. And yes, I'm a fucking Chargers fan. I know they don't have any history when it comes to Super Bowls, none of that shit. But I'll tell you one thing, Terry Crews, was on the Chargers, baby. Terry Crews was a Charger. Look that shit up. And Terry Crews is literally one of my favorite fucking people of all time. Like, I fucking love that guy, dude. That guy is probably one of the most interesting, genuine, loving, fucking big-ass muscular motherfuckers I have ever seen in my life. And if there's one person that I would love to meet before I pass away... 
it would be Terry Crews. So, Terry, if you ever get to listen to this podcast, buddy, do me a favor. Hit me up, 209-408-8033. It's a landline phone, so you know no nobody try and text the shit. You can blow it up as much as possible. I really don't care because I'll listen to the messages, and the ones that I like, I'll call back. The ones that I don't like... I'll just delete, baby. You know, it's as easy as that. Like, hey, I don't like this shit, so I'm just going to fucking say fuck this shit. But if Terry Crews, if you want to call, brother, we ain't got to do nothing to promote my podcast. We ain't got to do nothing to make me fucking famous. We'll keep the cameras off. We'll smoke some fucking weed. We'll draw together because that motherfucker can draw like a badass. Like he has figure drawing down like you don't even know. But I would love to literally just spend the day with that dude, talk to that dude, draw with that dude, uh, possibly have him even fucking show me how to work out a little bit and make me die uh, because he's, you know, one of those people who's just so fucking well-rounded and such a good person, dude, that I love Terry Crews, bro. Especially, like, the, the roles he fucking plays, dude. Like, look at the role he played in Idiocracy. Which, in my opinion, is exactly where this world is going right now. Like, if you watch that movie, Idiocracy, there's so much comparable shit that it makes you kind of worried. You're like, dude, legit, like, fucking, this shit is going to happen, dude. Like, people are dumbing down, uh, you know, the way that fucking people act, the, the way that sponsorships are happening. Like, it's completely insane. But in that movie, Terry Crews was the fucking president of the United States. And he was probably one of the coolest fucking presidents of the United States that a movie or the world has ever seen before in my life. Like, I vote Terry Crews. When I go fucking vote this year, dude, for the president, I'm actually going to fucking just put a little box and exit and write Terry Crews' name right next to it. I beg for all of you to do that shit. And let's make fucking Terry Crews president. He won't even know. He would be like, I ain't even running. But guess what, dude? You won the fucking popular vote, baby. And guess what, Terry? You got to accept it, okay? You got to pull off your fucking idiocracy fucking character. Go out there fucking with machine guns, blasting them, riding out on fucking tanks, being proud of fucking America. You know, just handling business, taking care of business every day, taking care of business. Even if you're gay, taking care of business, it's all right, taking care of business and sucking on vagina, hey out. You know, that's what happens when I'm up early in the morning, I'm very weird. This podcast may be a little bit of a different one, but that's the cool thing about Barely Thoughts. Or Barely Thoughts. That was Raw Thoughts. That, that, that's the cool thing about Barely Made It. It's literally, it's it's not about anything. There's going to be fucking podcasts that are focused more on, you know, improv and comedy. There's going to be, you know, podcasts that are focused more on serious topics. There's going to be podcasts that are focused on completely random tangents that don't even run together properly. But we say fuck it because that's barely made it, baby. That's how we do it here. That's that's how I love doing this. I, I actually was starting out for a little while to make notes. right? I would write down notes and I would go off those notes. And I was actually noticing that my shit was less organic when I was reading those notes. Like it wasn't how I wanted my podcast to be. So now every time I do it, these past two or three fucking episodes... I have no notes in front of me, and it's all off top. For some odd reason, I tend to do way better 
when it's all off top and I don't have to go back to notes to try and remind myself to talk about. Because even if I get forget what I'm talking about, I'll come up with some new shit anyways. And then next thing you know, I'll remember what I was talking about and we're fucking good to go. So this whole like off the top type shit, um, I'm very happy with. I think it's working out really well. And it's it's that's this is what's gonna continue, man. It's literally me just talking, baby. We just talking. I come up with a subject and I start talking, and then all of a sudden I come up with another subject, the tangent happens, and I start talking. And that's just how it goes. Okay, but do me a favor. All right, you know, I'm always gonna ask you for this favor. Please subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. If you're on Spotify, you can follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can do the best favor in the world, and you can actually go ahead and give this uh, podcast a review. You can write a review, and you can give it a five-star rating because uh, anything under five stars, that kind of sucks, and I, I think I'm worth more than that. Okay, Four stars, I'll take four. Okay, but five stars would be fucking awesome, and I love you very much for it, but that is going to make this podcast grow. That's what's going to put this podcast on the new and noteworthy uh, section of, you know, Apple, uh, you know, get it noticed on Spotify, so those ratings and those reviews really fucking matter, as well as being subscribed, so make sure if you like this podcast, you do subscribe to it. Um, I promise you, man, we got a lot of podcasts coming ahead because of this quarantine or to be actually grammatically correct or correct about the situation, the uh, shutdown because we're not quarantined just yet, but because of the shutdown, because of no work, I am going to focus on grinding on this shit because in all honesty, one, I fucking love doing it. This is right now my favorite thing in the whole world to do is to make this podcast. And two, I'm going to put my all into this podcast because I'll let you know right now, this podcast is fun and it may be a hobby, but this is something that I would truly like to see spawn into some type of career. And I have faith in myself. I have faith in my uh, audience. And when you have faith in yourself, when you have faith in other people, I think things really do actually come together, and in time, that may happen. Now, I know it's not going to happen right away, but hey, a year or two down the road, who the fuck knows? You know, we're just going to keep having fun with this. We're going to keep having great podcasts. Uh, We're going to keep building an amazing community, and I fucking love y'all. I love all you comrades, okay? What did I call you guys before? You guys are my... Uh, fuck, I called it in the beginning of the podcast, and it's it's not Churin, because I like Churin, but, oh, you're my cadets, dude, that's what you are, you're my fucking space cadets, because we are all space cadets in this podcast, okay, speaking of space cadets, I'm gonna go ahead and take a hit off of this, uh, what is this, Hazeberry. Oh yeah, that was a fat fat ripper, baby. So, 
I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'll be bringing out more. I promise you that. Uh, since today's the 29th, and I'll be bringing this one out on the 29th, I will be bringing the next one out. Uh, let me see here. So today's the 29th. So we have 30 or 31. Okay, so I will actually bring out the next podcast uh, on the 31st of uh, this month. So a couple days. I'm going to go ahead and rotate them. Instead of bringing out one every day, we're going to bring out one every other day. And obviously, I'm going to try and make it as entertaining as possible because you guys deserve that shit. So you guys have a wonderful day. You guys have a wonderful morning, evening, night, dawn, dusk, whatever it may be. And remember that I truly appreciate you. Subscribe to the podcast. Rate the podcast. Review the podcast. And I will see you virtually with my fucking voice next time, baby. Pacey Waits. <laughs>